What's up everyone? Welcome to episode one. That's right, the first episode, the debut episode of the OSU Cowgirl Tennis Podcast. I am Adam Ingle, joined by Alex Calloway, my beat partner. Hello everybody. My beat partner, uh, Alex and I will be covering the Cowgirl Tennis Season Spring 2021 for y'all on the Ocali. I'll tell you what, Alex, I'm super excited to watch some tennis this spring. I am too, man. I'm ready to get after it and have a good time. Absolutely. So the Cowgirl tennis team, if you haven't heard, uh, a theme this year, according to Coach Chris Young, what, what, what Alex and I heard on the media call on Wednesday was, well, Coach Young is coaching a young team. Yes, very young. And as he said, even though they have some you know, returning faces, it's very inexperienced. Yeah, because that's right. Uh, returned four starters. Uh, inexperience, however, still remains a theme because here's the thing: in collegiate tennis, a player can a player remains a freshman until he or she participate in a full spring season. So, uh, Wolfberg, their number four singles, uh, number four singles player last year, freshman, uh, Daria, Daria Detskovs. I'm just going to say Daria. We will work these pronunciations yes, out. because we uh, don't want to butcher yes, these pronunciations. Uh, yeah, episode two, next episode, we will get all these pronunciations figured out. So just bear with us. And then Dan, Daniela from Russia, she is also a freshman, and Lenka Stara, also a freshman. So, so many freshmen on this team. Uh, Bunyawi is not a freshman. Ayumi, those are their two top returners. They're... They were a doubles pair, actually singles, last year. So uh, I'll actually read what Coach Yun said on the press conference. He says, quote, our youth is going to be a challenge for us. No one on our team has played more than two years of college tennis, which that right there is huge. Yes, that is very huge, especially, you know, as like you said, when you get into conference play and things like that, because like he said, like he told us, they have to be comfortable being uncomfortable in certain situations. And so that inexperience and youth factor is going to play a huge part into the season. Yeah, I mean, to kind of give some background, I mean, these are girls that obviously they've played tennis for most of their life. It's their main sport. But, you know, coming to America and, and playing kind of, I mean, tennis is an international game, but, but playing, I guess, I guess, you know, an Americanized, an American brand of, of, of tennis and, and college tennis is much different from what they're used to. Right, because they're used to, you know, playing probably by international standards, as one would assume. And as you come to America, like you said, it's all an adjustment for them. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting to see how, you know, it pans out at the start of the season, especially with the seven-game home stretch that they have to open up the season. Yes, yeah, speaking of uh, how it pans out, you know, it, I guess a question that will be answered Saturday, the first duel against Missouri, is a big one. It will be a new number one singles player, Lisa Marie Graduated. She was a singles player, the number one single players player last year from Japan. She graduated. Coach Yun said she moved on. She is uh, actually turned professional. So best of luck to her in her professional tennis career. And uh, Wolfberg, uh, uh, Elena Wolfberg, is a contender for that top spot. He did not uh, name a particular starter at number one singles, but he said Wolfberg, Bunyawi, those are two players that are likely to start at number one. Now, the crazy thing, Wolfberg, she is, well, 
she's in her second year, but once again, she's still technically a freshman. She played number four singles last year, but what what was really, I, I was impressed with what Coach Young kind of spoke on uh, about the importance of the number one single player, singles player, Alex. It's kind of like in, in hockey, you know, a player wearing the C on, on their chest. It's right. a huge honor and responsibility. Right, and uh, that's going to be very interesting to see how she adapts to that role. You know, as you said, she's was used to being the number four and then taking the responsibility of the number one player. That's going to be very interesting to watch, just because to watch the maturation and see how she performs and just to see how overall she's going to set the tone for the season. Absolutely, and I'll tell you what, who, who whoever the number one singles player is Saturday, it'll be a tough matchup because they face Bronte Murgit, a transfer from New Mexico University. She's originally from England, but she was the ITA Central Region uh, Indoor, or I guess Fall Region Singles Champion. So she is a very, very talented uh, singles player, obviously one of the best in the Central Region. And, you know, Coach Young, Coach Young did not mince words uh, about Missouri. He, he said, you know, this is a very dangerous team. They gave us a lot of trouble, uh, the Central Regional in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and our girl—I mean, our girls—are very well aware of the threat that Missouri poses. Right, and I was uh, very intrigued by how he said that he, they were the team that he saw the most improvement out yeah. of coming into the season. So I mean, that t- goes to show you right there that Missouri is not one to take lightly, and I believe that the girls will be aware of that, and I think it will show this weekend. But you know, time will tell. Yeah, absolutely, and I well, I guess so. It's a double header uh, against Missouri. It'll be at noon and five, I believe. Coach Young, he said, you know, we we they wanted to get two in. We put it at five because, of course, there's a bedlam basketball game at at five o'clock and and or excuse me at seven. And the cool thing about Oklahoma State athletics is that all the coaches, all the teams, they kind of work their schedules out so that they can support each other team and you know kind of not really take away. From from another, so that's pretty cool. But then the other thing, I mean, it's a quick uh, turnaround for them because the Cowgirls play Saturday, but then on Tuesday, the first day of second semester, they host to Wyoming University of Wyoming on Tuesday evening at five p.m. And you, you know, Wyoming historically, they're a program in the Mountain West. They they've they've been you know they've. They've been solid in, in the Mountain West, but, you know, obviously head-to-head uh, every time they play, Oklahoma State has, you know, demolished them in, in shutout fashion. But it's interesting because Dean Clower, the, their head coach, is originally a native of Broken Arrow, so he'll, he'll be coming back to kind of his old stomping grounds of sorts. I mean, you know, obviously Broken Arrow is definitely not Stillwater, but, you know, it, it's this kind of... Comfortability factor, if you will. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, looking forward to that. Alex, do you, do you have anything else to add? Um, I, you know, I just want to add, especially with that Wyoming matchup, as you said, like you said, you know, they've taken care of business the last few years against Wyoming or the last few times that they played, but I don't think that they should overlook them because, like you said, any opponent is worthy, and so complacency is going to be a big factor to kick off the season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, talking about any opponent's worthy, yeah, that's another thing that, uh, you know, again, I thought Coach Young was kind of spot on when he talked about, a you know, every team having a number one single spot. In fact, let, let me read the quote. It was I, I thought it was pretty impressive. He says, 
quote, everybody has a good number one player. I don't care how good the team is, just everyone has a good number one, un, un, end quote. So, yeah, it, it's serious. You know, this is a team where, you know, y- you saw last year that they were, I think, 11-1 and one before the – yeah, they were right, 11, 11, and eleven and one before the uh, before COVID before COVID happened, and coming into this season, they are the Big Twelve preseason number two, just behind Texas. And so, you know, lots of potential for this team. But then again, you remember how, how young they are, and that they're still, you know, they, they they still have not hit a single shot. You know, right. tennis has not really been played yet. Right, and you know that's something that when we spoke to Coach Young that he brought up. Part of that, you know, is like you said, the inexperience. But the other part of this end of this whole season is how are they going to be able to block out the noise? Because everyone, you know, put them preseason number two. Primarily, I would assume, based off of what we saw from last year's showing. Mm-hmm. So then the question becomes, can they block out the noise and just get down to business and not take anybody for granted? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, speaking of speaking of you know taking themselves seriously, uh, you know, take taking, you know, be, being serious with their business. I would, you know. Coach John, he was really impressed with his group in the fall. He, you know, made it a point several times to say, hey, you know, this is, this group, they were, they didn't have any COVID cases in the fall. They, they were, you know, these are girls that obviously they are dedicated to their sport, you know, tennis and tennis and school is their life. And so they come here to Stillwater. They, you know, they're serious. They stay safe with it. They don't get, you know, they don't test positive for the virus, and good things will happen. Right. So, uh, Alex, do you have anything, I guess, else to add before we close it out? I know it's a little bit of a shorter episode, but it's just the first one. We'll definitely work out some kinks as the season rolls on. Yes, and I'm sure we will have much more to add as the season progresses, but I think for this first episode, this was a good little preview into the season, and uh, we wish the Cowgirls the best of luck moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just to add, it was weird uh, what Coach Young said for the for the stands there will be about, I think he said 40 to 50 uh, I guess fans and supporters are allowed at and Michael and Ann Greed won Tennis Center, but the interest the interesting thing is that it I believe it's just season ticket holders. So you yeah correct. From what from what I gathered holders. from what he said, I think you are correct that it's just season ticket holders. So yeah, uh, I I know you guys you can watch the matches online, but if if any if uh, any of these season ticket holders are listening, we will see you at the Greenwood Tennis Center on Saturday. Thanks for listening.